0: Welcome to another episode of the Inside the Wolfheads podcast with your hosts Marius and Ska. Hopefully, you learned something new. Hopefully, you enjoy it. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: What's up, Bull? All good. How are you? What's new? Hmm.
0: Lots of things, actually. Like, I heard you took pictures. Yeah, nice pictures.
1: Um, you tried the um, Pendulum Squad. Yeah. But the bench
0: squat. squat. It's the. I'd say the best squat, but that's uh, very subjective. Is it the I mean,
1: most humbling?
0: Yeah, it, really humbling. Like it got me thinking, rethinking life, and <laughs> like, should I train legs more <laughs> or something like that? It's basically a squat in which uh, it's the tension goes completely opposite to what we are used to. So for example if we barbell squat and we get down and it's easy and uh, and it's the hardest and the more that we go up It gets easier on the pendulum squat on the pendulum squat is the exact opposite So the lower you go the easier it the easier it gets and the higher you go the harder it gets basically So it's really I'm pretty sure everybody's
1: confused now, but yeah, it's okay Um, Let's talk about alcohol (laughs) alcohol (laughs) Fat quick. loss? Can you drink oh. alcohol and lose weight? Shouldn't you? Uh, what can you do about it? What's the pros? What's the cons? Hmm. What do
0: you like drinking? When you drink, if you drink.
1: I like liquor. What kind of? Um, let's say vodka, Ooh, uh, scotch. Okay. Uh, something you know, intense. You sure you're not that... Russian? I mean, if I get a genetic test, I'll probably get like a 0.005% <laughs> Russian, some shit like that. Okay, okay. But let's say I'm maybe half European, half African or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. Anyways. anyways. Um, I know you like wine.
0: I just got into wine recently, like just because uh, I had wine and I was like, okay, I probably... Not that I should drink it, but it's just sitting there in the fridge, like, let's make a use out of it. And usually on Fridays or maybe weekends, stuff like that, when I'm eating some pizza, I'm just, like, pouring some wine in my wine cups, because I got them, so... Or how do you call it? Is it a wine
1: cup? I think it has a name, distinct one. A glass? A glass, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fancy, thing. <laughs> fancy thing. There are even some... Uh, a way to hold the glass and... Uh to turn it around and to sniff yeah. it before and to do all this stuff. I, I was very impolite no, with I, drinks. I drink I, you give me a drink, I just drink it. I don't look at anybody, I don't do cheers, I don't do anything. I just drink the drink. What
0: I got is that with the wine glass you can actually... The way that you drink changes because the shape of the glass doesn't let you drink too much somehow, if it makes sense to you. And, for example, you just sip. You sip, for example, if you drink out of a coffee cup or something like this, you can just chuck the whole thing, you know, like the, the Romanian way to do it. If you use the cup, the glass, you can't. You, you basically can't. Like, you can, but you need to force yourself to do that. So, it's an interesting... I'm just... I was thinking if it's a thing, like, did they think of it? Like, people, when they made the glass, you know, so that you, like, feel every aspect of the wine and stuff like that.
1: Mm. I don't know, we should consult it. Um, so, people might ask us, I want a diet. I'm on a diet. And it's holiday. It's Christmas. It's New Year's. I want to get my gold on, but I want to have fun too. I want to drink, and I want to lose weight. Do you think it's possible? I've got an answer, but I want to hear yours.
0: Well, my... Um... Way of thinking about this is first of all uh, expectations like yes it is possible but do you want to be that guy that okay i shall stop after two glasses of wine because this is gonna get me in a calorie surplus and uh, the guy that i work with won't be happy or something like that no you want to actually enjoy the time that you have with your family and members that you maybe don't see every day or something like that i'm not saying that you should be like very unthoughtful about what you do and like get blackout drunk but if you want to drink a bit more than you usually do or or eat a bit more than you usually do I want it do it but just expect the scale to change a bit but after that you know what to do so that it comes back on track so to say what do you say
1: i want to make a point across first is that most people try to look good You look good so you can feel good so you can spend time with people that you like or seduce them or build something with them. Anyways, looking good is just a byproduct of something else. Like you want something else, not just looking good, being by yourself, miserable in a room, watching Netflix. You want to look good so you can go out, maybe talk to people, maybe date, maybe marry, maybe who knows, right? Advance in your career. I don't know, you could put lies on how good you look. Anyways, uh, so I'm against restricting everything and not getting anything in your life. Like, enjoy those moments, but make them count. If you have a meeting with friends or family members or whoever, right? Enjoy, don't overstress, but be aware of the consequences, you know? If you are dieting. Okay, one gram of alcohol has seven calories. Okay, if you drink, I don't know, 200 milliliters, 300 milliliters of drink, be aware that those are calories. You can play around with the numbers, but it's gonna make it way harder because the average person diet on what, like 1,500, 1,200, you know? If you consume 500 calories worth of alcohol that have no micronutrient, nothing, just purely alcohol, you should be aware of that. So the lower your calories, the harder it gets it depends on is it worth it for you or not if it's worth it do it if it's not worth it don't blame it on anything else that's it
0: yeah and so
1: sorry to interrupt again can you lose weight drinking of course the law of physics always apply whether you drink alcohol or scent okay i don't know about scent but um you can, but be aware of the consequences.
0: Go ahead. And just the thing that for most people, if they don't think about it when they drink alcohol, they actually get to eating more other stuff besides mm-hmm. that. Because you never, like, okay, some people just drink alcohol because they like the alcohol. Other people, most people actually, they drink something and then they get into snacks and stuff like that. And uh, that would be like a big point, because if you manage to organize your day, so to say, and for example, maybe before you go out, or before you go to a friend's party, something like this, eat a lot of protein, or something like this, so that you get there, you're already full, and even if you drink two, three glasses or shots or anything, you won't have the urge to eat something immediately, which will help you with the whole calorie thing. So, just having it all organized in your head, but okay, in the evening I'm gonna drink, so I'm gonna eat a bit less in the morning and all that kind of stuff will definitely help.
1: Yeah. Um, I think you should, if you decide to drink, drink and move on. Don't try to eat less the next day. Yeah. Don't try to overcomplicate it. Don't make the hell out of your day the next day and just be miserable. You didn't fail, you just drank for one night, okay? The thing is budgeted, right? If you have a week, you don't have to drink four times a week That's your choice if you want to do so, but make it count, you know, when it's time to enjoy it and it's worth it, do it. Once you do it, move on. Don't try to eat less, don't overcomplicate it. Don't try to get some whatever detox pills, or whatever, you know, just move on. You didn't fail. You want to look good so you can enjoy your life. That's part of it. We understand if you like it, do it. If you want to lose weight, you can, it's harder as your calories go down. If you drink, you're more impulsive. Therefore, you can eat more food, more snacks, more sweets, as you said, um and it makes you hungrier. Yeah, everybody knows that when you drink. Even the second day, you're a bit tired. You can feel the pleasure, consequences, right? yeah. yeah. So,
0: just as you said, budget it. Think of it if it's worth it for you. If it's not, also be smart about the choices that you make alcohol-wise. Because, for example. Mm. If you got, I don't know, like if you really budgeted it, let's say, and you got like 300 calories worth of alcohol or anything to drink. Don't go for the beer or for the wine or stuff like that, because it's got more calories. And if you drink it to actually like get the thing down, like just to feel the effect of the alcohol, it's much, I don't know if better is the best way to put it, but it's much more efficient to drink something. Stronger like let's say vodka whiskey all that kind of stuff and by the way, we're not telling you what you should (laughs) (laughs) It's just that you can make smarter choices when you do yeah And uh, for example that thing you can also mix with uh, zero sugar juice or something like that You can make it last longer stuff like this and you can just be a bit Again, it's a bit tricky with the sugar and the alcohol and all that kind of stuff Yes, but if you think of it you can make it more efficient and just not chug 10 beers, not a that, be like, fuck, 10 beers, like, what do I do now?
1: Beware of cocktails. We have an ex bartender sitting around us and she can uh, confirm what we say. She's seen a lot of people starting with one drink. It's too sweet, it's too nice, it's too cool, and goes out of hand. So we get approval here. Yeah. The whole sugar
0: alcohol combination is tricky, but it depends on the outcome that you actually want. So if you want it to hit quickly, go wild.
1: So yeah, bottom line, can you do it? You can. As you diet harder, it gets harder. The more calories you have to play with, the more you can afford to drink while not suffering as much. Um, Be wise with the choice that you pick. Uh, cocktails are more calorically dense because they are sweetened, they have some red bull here, some sugar there, so go for something like liqueur, whatever. Um, make sure you eat enough, maybe? And Should drink enough drink water? water. Yes, uh, yes, that's the other diuretic uh, effect of alcohol, so be aware. Um, and that's it. That's Have it. fun. Yeah. You know, uh, the next
0: day, go back on track. Don't be the guy that just wants to say that once, that will say no to every occasion just because he goes to the gym. Like,
1: yes, you will end up overcompensating anyways and probably will end up eating worse or drinking more the next time or whatever. So enjoy the time and move on to the next day.
0: And uh, more, even more, like for example, if your goal is not to lose weight, but still, alcohol can like influence you in more ways than just calories, because you'll feel worse the second day. You can still make it happen, for example, gym-wise and stuff like that. For example, me personally, when I was in the 11th grade or something like that, the whole summer, I don't know why, but I uh, one of my friends came from Switzerland or something like that, and like I haven't seen him in a while, and I was like, Come to my place, we'll drink something. And it turned up a, a bit more, a bit more, a bit more. And it was like almost like two weeks like that. But during that week, during those weeks, I managed just because I ate enough. I tried to get enough sleep in, in between. Like, I I literally remember every workout. I didn't feel the best, but I managed to progress weight-wise like on each workout. That's so... the fun
1: to infuse, man. <laughs> I mean, that time when you were younger, you can yeah. take it back. I, I could get away with no sleep, drinking, and doing whatever stupid stuff that I could do and still progress, by the way, so, yeah. Um, So, again,
0: we're not reinforcing drinking or anything, just a more relaxed approach about it.
1: Yeah, and this subtopic is just related to can you lose weight, and I said weight, okay? while drinking or not, we're not talking about health implications. We're not not talking about fatty liver. We're not talking about metabolic disease. We're not talking about anything of such, just in the context of losing weight. If you are just completely healthy, you don't have any complications. As a sideways, sometimes I'm at the gym and I see people, and sometimes I wonder if they are drunk. Why? (laughs) Because the way they behave, what they do, the way they contact themselves, or at least people around them, makes me question how people think. Yeah. Which leads us to talk about gym etiquette, and how should you behave in such a setup? You go to a fancy restaurant. we all know you have to conduct yourself a certain way. You go to a church, you have to do certain things. I believe, and I think you shared this with me you have to conduct yourself in certain ways if you' are at the gym. Let's start with some sort of rules, how should you behave, what should you do and especially what can you avoid so you don't annoy everybody else or look like an idiot because that's how I see certain people to be honest.
0: So what's the biggest thing for you, like if you could name like right now one thing that you'd like to change about people doing in the gym that is really annoying or it's really gross or something like that? In
1: no order. Of importance.
0: Yeah, because it's just going to pop.
1: Equipments are equipments. They are not chairs. They are not <laughs> tables. Uh, they are not a selfie stick. They are not, um, I don't know, a movie theater. Unless you're
0: alone in the gym and it's like something like yeah. 2 a.m. in the morning. Be respectful. And doing lounges. Yeah.
1: Be <laughs> <Very> respectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but just... People stop putting your stuff on machines. Yeah. Everybody paid for the gym. Everybody want to use certain things. Everybody wants to train. It's not like you make it so comfortable for other people to come, like, and wonder around, like, who his owns phone this is that? phone, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like, shakers. If, is if that? somebody loses his phone for a second, they freak out, and then they're so easy to put it anywhere else at the yeah. gym. So I mean, be freaked out all the time and keep it with you.
0: Yeah, or, I don't know, like, um, for me, maybe the biggest thing about how we conduct in the gym would basically be maybe the way that we react to other people, like, the way that we interact with other people. And uh, I'm not saying that, for example, if I train and somebody interacts with me, it's not like I'm saying, yes, hello, can I help you or something? No, I'm like, if they ask me, I'm like, no, or something, because I'm concentrated. But there are people that, like, you're doing a set. They see that you're very concentrated. They see that you got music on. And they're like "Some showing you something. Awful. and like, do you work here? or not? like, what's up? Don't you see that I'm doing something? And I even got that from coaches. Like, I'm doing something. And like, there is this coach that knows me. And like, smiles or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trying to not be rude. Because mostly if I'm not going to watch her or him. He's gonna think that oh he's so into him or and I'm I'm not I'm just training and I'm very focused on myself yeah. right now yeah. I won't be looking at you and like smiling or because it's a hard set you know
1: But I know people don't have bad intentions. Yeah, they're not, they're not wandering around. How can I annoy that person? They're just being nice, but unconsciously they don't know what they are doing wrong, right? I had people giving me a handshake while doing an exercise.
0: <laughs> or, you know, when you got some heavy weight on your back and they're like, shouldn't have done that. And they're like tapping you or something like that because they going out of the gym. And they're like, bro, I'm squatting. Like,
1: <laughs> One more advice for coaches. Why are you spotting your clients like that?
0: Yeah, stop it. Oh, and I actually got, uh, I was, I sometimes talked about it on my story. And uh, some other young coach, like, Send me a story about some athlete doing it and the coach that coached the athlete was doing the thing and I was like, well, yeah, well, he had like at least 150 kilos on his back and two guys, like, it's still, it looks a bit different than when the guy has 20 kilos on his back and or even better, the girl has 20 kilos on her back and the guy that coaches her is like doing the whole thing with her there, so
1: yeah i mean th- a little advice to trainers or coaches um usually they spot other people while doing the squad right first of all if they are doing a smith machine squad you don't have to spot them just adjust the racks down they have mechanism yeah and if they fail or something happen the They'll bar will stop him. you don't have to be like that if it's uh, just a bar give them the bar and if they cannot do it substitute the exercise you shouldn't spot a beginner yeah you know you shouldn't spot a beginner you should work on him so when they pick up a bar they don't need a spot and if you're training a general public they don't need a spot because they shouldn't take sets to that limit and then you shouldn't fail doing squats anyways you know so you should always use it or use weight that you can handle and just I know you wanna get your money's worth by spawn I got you, I got you, you know, I'm the savior, but You're not just use it twice, yeah. okay?
0: What else? What do what do we have like in this etiquette? Oh, we could talk about uh, basically because dudes like to do this to like hit on girls in the gym and stuff like that. Uh, and it's I find it so very not even stupid. Like, if you're a coach there, first of all, it's unprofessional. Uh, second of all, if you train there, and it's, it goes way back to the whole, like, shaking during a set thing. Like, if the girl is doing her thing and she trains hard and stuff like that, she won't want, She no, she's not going to want to talk to you or something like that. It's because she's into her thing. Let her finish. And if you are really that confident, when she goes out, approach her. But don't do that during the set or stuff like that. And if you're a coach and you're doing that, well, it's bad. It's, it's literally bad.
1: You know what? To you know, Sometimes you go into a gym and there is a person that thinks they are the shit. Like they are the shit of the gym and then they film themselves doing something and then they capture a picture of somebody looking at them doing that very impressive thing and then they make fun of them. I It doesn't make sense to me. I didn't get that. For example, let's say you're the heaviest squatter at the gym. Okay. You've got like 250 kilos that you're squatting, okay. for, right? And you're filming yourself. And okay. then you capture somebody looking. I mean, you're fucking impressive, right? Okay. People will look. yeah. And then you make a snapshot of people looking at you, doing that exercise. Of course you're amazing, right? Like, why do you have to shit on those people that look at you? That's normal.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like the caption, they zoom in on those people like, looking from the back. You know, like it, it's normal. It so, happens.
0: Yeah, it's it's not something average yeah. so to say.
1: Um...
0: Also, if you are that strong and you're re- and you're using big dumbbells, put them back, like re-rack them, or unload the leg press. Like anyway, you haven't used that much of of a weight, so to say. So put the damn plates back. It's not that hard and it's just one of the most unattractive things to do. Like sometimes we forget, okay, it happens to all of us. Like you just finish a set and somehow you look into your workout or something like that. And you just forget to actually unload the machine. But try just to, every time you use something, put them back. Like that's the, if you can change something about yourself, that would be great.
1: (laughs) What about being too close to the dumbbell rack? Oh, and mirror. shrugging
0: or doing bicep curls, like oh, just in front of raises, the mirror? You know,
1: snapping people left and right. What yeah. about that? It's like, dude, like, take a step back. Like, literally, take a step back. It's, this it's... is like going to a supermarket and stay in front of a product there and just keep on picking it up and just stay there and yeah. not move anymore. Like people need to, <laughs> people need to buy products. People, or you're you're going to pay. and just stay there.
0: Yeah, and they're not paying or, or something like that. I know. Literally, when this happens, when I see somebody like squat, uh, squatting, when I see somebody doing curls or anything like in front of the mirror, blocking the way, I'm very uncomfortably close to them, just to let them know that, dude, like get go away. Like it, literally, you just need to go one meter behind. And everybody's gonna have a better time here. Like, why are you not being rational
1: about this? Um, what about um, Netflix and leg press, or Netflix and uh, machine adductor, or Netflix? Netflix, just like you know, the to phone make some... or... yeah. I mean, you take the phone, you watch a video, or okay. you text, or you do whatever, and you sit on the leg extension or a leg press, and you just spend like 20 minutes doing those reps. You know, while texting or using your phone or whatever. Personally, I have nothing to say about that one. So maybe you can do a better job than me.
0: No, personally, if you're like, because the way that you treat your workout is your own business. And as long as I come there and, for example, can I use the machine and they're like, okay, then I have no issue. Like, maybe you shouldn't do that in a like 6 p.m. crowded gym when everybody needs something. And you're just sitting there on your phone and keeping the leg press away from other four people for 20 minutes, but other than that if you're nice enough to let people work in, then you do you like, we are not responsible for others' people gaining except for the people that we work yeah,
1: with <laughs> Ralu used to say people go to the gym, use their phone on certain machines and then they blame the gym or nutrition or whatever for not working uh, so if you take your workout a bit more seriously, maybe you're gonna get some results instead of yeah. Just it's not that don't use your phone, but dedicate serve... that time for yourself. You're there for a reason, right? Fulfill that reason and then go along with the day. And uh, good luck with whatever you're doing.
0: And roll the phone before. Can you if you can use your phone during the set? You're probably not having a heavy enough set. So, so yeah, drop mm-hmm. the phone. Use it for music only, or maybe film yourself, or something like that. Oh, (laughs) if you're a guy, (laughs) because guys usually do this, and you're... It's really... Like, even working with big loads is not an excuse for screaming. But uh, let's say that once that you get to a certain level, you can make some noise, so to say. But if you're just... I don't know. Working with an average weight doing something very and I'm not saying that it's bad or something like that because we will start somewhere and we we'll all try to get stronger and more efficient and stuff like this. But this is talking about how much we think of ourselves and how much we disrespect the, the people the people around us because when we drop 12 kilo dumbbells like there are 40 kilos dumbbells when we do dumbbell press that's just funny for most people that are around you and you don't look more alpha you just look more like okay i got girls that can bench press that much like it's not helping you it's not helping the people around you like you shouldn't be and do that i don't know what do you think about it like screaming and throwing away stuff especially when it's just like very low intensity and nothing because if you do lift 300 kilos or something like that, okay, you're going to drop it.
1: It is what I'm going to say. If they are hard, you know they are hard. If they are easy, yeah. you know. You They're don't easy. have to show it. If you're that person that you know it's not hard, but still pretend that it's intense and hard and growling for nothing, yeah. you know. You know. You know. And people know. So... You know we know. Yeah. To be honest, I won't blame people for doing this because maybe we come across as, okay, we've been training for a while and we have it all figured out. We probably did those mistakes over time, right? Um, I think a lot of gyms love cult- culture. Yeah. Right? They will ask you "Okay, bring the towel, do this, do that. Hey, just reinforce certain rules. It's okay. It actually elevates the level or the civilization or whatever you want to call it. You know, you create a better atmosphere. When people are held to certain standards, people know what they can and what they cannot do. Is curling on a squat rack bad? Is Is that bad? Because for me, it's a stereotype that helps me categorize people. Yeah, but I heard the, the muscle dog putting is
0: very interesting. If I can curl more than you can squat <laughs> then they've got the priority. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, like for real. If you again it's not saying that if you right now are squatting like 30 kilos, that's bad or something. No, but you can't blame somebody using the squat track if they are bicep curling more than you can squat. Because basically you can squat that weight without the whole safety thing okay now that we've uh, discussed a bit about what shouldn't we do at the gym and maybe we got a bit judgy but it's just for a better end result for all of us uh ska help us out with basically how should the beginner be treated in the gym or how should the beginner see the gym or what's your review on that like your first day in the gym
1: i will go back and uh, recount the my period when i was going to the gym in the beginning so i was so scared to go to the gym by myself i had to have a friend with me or something you know and when they were missing fuck, i was just wandering around like what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna it's like a first day to me every time i'm not with somebody else so and you know what i was quite athletic i was playing basketball so i wasn't like a complete newbie and somehow i knew somehow what i was doing so uh if you are overwhelmed you decided to go to the gym you know you, you me all the good stuff um all you need to do is to show up once okay go on a treadmill pick up a machine do something okay and hopefully as we talk about this and we create more awareness and people start understanding more you will always find somebody that is willing to help Okay, if I find somebody that's like lost, if you ask me a question, I will be more than happy to answer. And It is the same thing for you. And I'm quite sure that in every gym, you're gonna find at least one person that cares, right? Because we all go there, we have a goal, wanna break a sweat, We wanna lift some weight, wanna have fun, wanna be good, you know, whatever you get your kick on, you know. So have the courage, go there, I'm pretty sure somebody will see you, somebody will appreciate that you're trying to help yourself. And they will try to just cheer you up a little bit and help up with whatever. So uh, if you are thinking about going to the gym and do something about it, go. You won't regret it. Most people fall in love. And afterward, you will ask yourself why you didn't start earlier.
0: Yeah. The thing is that most people go to the gym and I think that the biggest problem for them is the fact that they don't know what they're going to do, so they're afraid that they're going to look stupid or something. So they're going to be judged. Uh, First rule is the fact that, for example, for every person that knows what they're actually doing, and uh, I'd say that maybe in the gym, like, less than 10% knows what they're actually doing. uh, Those people... You're
1: being generous. but
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those people that can, let's say... Nobody has the right to judge you, but they at least have the, I don't know, the at least they know what they are doing so they, they can judge appropriately other people. If, if
1: I can interrupt you for a yeah. second, this is like you're walking down the street, you see somebody picking some money and giving it to a homeless, trying to help, and you judge them for it, right? You're, everybody goes there for at least a good reason, like you're trying to take care of yourself, improve your health, do something about it. So... Nobody has the right to judge you for anything that you do yeah. because you're trying to improve. You know, and if somebody happened to judge you, you should question their nature and who they are and how they think. You know, and if it's slow enough, you shouldn't even consider it. You know, only care about opinions that matter. Only care about your goal and ask questions that just uh, dictate or support where you want to go. That's it. Allow that to be reinforced in your head and not what like, some random dude at the gym is thinking about you. So please go ahead. Yes,
0: yeah, so, well, you put it quite well there. So for me, it was basically that my main idea was that when you get in the gym and if you think that everybody's gonna judge you, uh, the only people that could actually like, let's say judge you are actually way too concerned about themselves because for example, If a newbie comes in and we're in the gym, I might see by the way that he behaves, that he's a newbie. But I really don't care about him. The thing that I care about when I train is myself and that's all. So that's how most people do it in the gym. So everybody is concerned about them. If there's somebody actually looking at you or something like that, because I actually encountered... And it's really a bad thing because it wasn't just the other person. It was an actual coach that was actually, how do you call it? Ah, showing with the finger at a person that was new in the gym and like laughing with their client, which I find very fucked up. And um, how it all got there, it's just the fact that the person that was training there and was an newbie knew me. And I hadn't, I wasn't having the best relations, relationships with the coaches in that gym. So she somehow, because it was a she, decided to laugh of that girl. Because why not? And uh, okay, like that could happen. Most definitely, it won't happen to you. If it's, it shouldn't happen to you. But, uh, but yeah, most people just don't really care about you. But uh, how do you think that people should treat those kind of situations in which somebody, like, literally laughs or something like this or, should, I don't know, like,
1: shows at them or something like that? Um, I don't know if I will answer straight to this question. Okay. But to the newbie, I want you to know something. Gyms... Are filled up with the most insecure people you can ever encounter in your life. Okay? So, if you think that you are behind or something, trust me. On a psychological level, most people are insecure. Everybody wants a bigger butt, a bigger biceps to get stronger, to get bigger. Uh, that, that pursuit will never end. And you're just catching up with them. So, you don't have to worry. Okay? Uh, it's about being judged. I think. As coaches, we will have to apologize for a lot of people, to be honest. Like I would like, like, part of why we started this podcast is to talk about what's wrong and what we can do good about it. Um, A lot of coaches don't deserve the word coaches because if you like, your job is is to to take somebody and help them out. Yeah. It's not because they're not paying you you have the right to judge them and shit on them, okay? Like, if all that matters for you is just being paid by somebody, so you treat them well, you have to question why you started doing that in the first place, you know? So, if somebody seeks help, help them. If you can't, just take care of your client. Yeah, That's least. it, That the least you can do. Don't make it worse, at least. That's it.
0: Basically, yeah.
1: So for the newbies, um, uh, if you experienced any judgment from coaches, you shouldn't consider them coaches. coaches yeah. Uh, focus on yourself, if you are lost, hire professional, they will at least help you out being around them. Feeling like you've got somebody yeah. behind you with you, helping you, protecting you in a way. Right. Uh, and I think sometimes that's worth the price, even though most coaches don't know what they're doing. Yeah. If you can get that benefit from them, the fact that you feel like you belong somewhere for like half a minute or an hour. I think that's still worth it. Once you learn how to navigate yourself around, get to know how to train, how to do certain things, maybe you can transition away. But otherwise, having some company always help. Otherwise, just I mean, You've been new at your job before. You've been the new guy at school. You've been the new person in a relationship. Like, we encountered those instances for a long time in which we risk being judged. But we overcome it with time. And then we think back at it and it's like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Right? Like, eventually, if you spend enough time at the gym, you will learn how to train. If you spend time with people, you learn how to deal with them. So, just a matter of time. Just take it and move on.
0: And it's also like, if you, if you think of yourself as a beginner, and like, oh my God, everybody's so advanced there, because everybody looks like they know what they're doing, you should know this insight, that basically most people are still beginners in the gym, because it doesn't matter if you train for five years, if you haven't done significant progress, and you haven't learned something about you and about the process, you're still a beginner, no matter for how many years you've been training. so even though the lady or the guy that you see next to you in front of the mirror is at the gym for like the last five years she's still a beginner it's all good like you're basically on the same level she's she or he is just more comfortable in the gym than you are and that's gonna get solved in like less than two
1: weeks so yeah
0: take it slow
1: exposure will solve a lot of issues this is what i'm doing right now I don't want to talk in a microphone, expose myself to a microphone. Like I'm the new guy at the podcast, right? And I'm trying to do the same thing. So it's not comfortable. I'm doing it. I'm going to get over it and things will get better. So let's recap. Okay. Enjoy the holiday look if you're listening to this podcast in 2025 or something like that and it's not new year it's not holiday it's okay take the information and use it for the next holiday yeah. okay? or just enjoy <laughs> it overall yeah um, so yeah train your ass off be dedicated when it's time to have fun have fun otherwise it's not fun anymore yeah um Make sure you behave appropriately at the gym. Don't embarrass people. Don't talk to them. Look, you look at somebody and it's obvious they don't want to talk to anybody. Don't talk to them. Yeah, you know, it's that you simple. Have instincts <laughs> yeah. And it works. It's been thousands of years. It works. So if somebody's busy, don't talk to them. Okay? Um, if you decided to go to the gym, go ahead, expose yourself, uh, hire somebody, go with a friend, hack yourself into doing it, and eventually things will get better. I will give the the word to the other bull, Maurice, to wrap this up, and then we are out. Let's go.
0: Well, yeah, basically just no matter what your goal is, it's possible to achieve it with or without alcohol. That's just another variable. If you enjoy it, go for it. If not, not. And if you are new to the gym, try, think, Like, there are no actually special rules for the gym that wouldn't apply in a society. So, anything that seems out of its place, like, hmm, headphones, a hoodie, grunting, doesn't want to speak to anybody, probably he won't be the guy that will, hey, hello, like, let me help you or something like that. Just leave him there, like, leave him do his job or leave her do her job.
1: If you're in doubt, it's probably for a reason.
0: Yeah. So, if it's not, yeah, we can curse a bit. If it's not a fuck here, yeah, like when you want to speak to somebody, or if you haven't had like five eye contacts before that and it looks like he or she is friendly towards you, don't. And from there, just everything is common sense. Will I disturb somebody by sitting 30 centimeters away from him and doing dumbbell races? If yes, Take the space, go a bit more to the left or to the right. Don't be the person that just gets into somebody else's soul and like tries to do something there and everybody gets uncomfortable. Other than that, you do you. If you want to start going to the gym, do that. It's going to be hard at first. You're not going to feel okay. You're not going to feel comfortable. We all go through that. We all go through it when we go to a different gym or something like that even though we went to gyms like for five years already. So, it's a completely normal process, but you learn something from it and you apply it in all areas of your life, so.
1: Yeah, I've heard a quote before, it's called, uh, every master was once a disaster. Oh, yeah. You know? okay. So, who knows, at least if you are a disaster, you have the potential to be a master yeah. <laughs> at one day on point anyways uh we'll leave you with the code uh happy holiday happy christmas if yeah. you release this later it's okay happy next christmas and um peace and goodbye
0: make it happen okay guys that's gonna be our wrap thank you for listening hopefully you've learned something hopefully you've enjoyed it any kind of advice, any kind of feedback, any kind of topics that you'd like us to go over, just send them on Instagram at the fitness practitioner or at train by Marius. And uh, thanks for having us. Until the next one, enjoy the process.